Now it was just me and the adoring fans. I looked around for some sort of distraction, anything, not fussy, and saw someone standing next to me who hadn't been there a minute earlier. This wasn't a ranting lane pupil. She was a grown-up. She had the short, spiky hair and short, spiky nose. She wore jeans that turned to rags just below the knee, and a T-shirt that screamed, Say no! without saying what to. She stared up the steps at the big soap star with this strange, mixed expression, like she wanted to bury an adoring bread knife in his heart. She must have felt my eyes on her, because she glanced my way. The look in her eyes made me jump. They were so dark, yet bright, too. If witches were real, I thought, this one would be Chief Cauldron Stirrer. I cleared my throat. <clears throat> Fan? I asked. Instead of answering my friendly question, she de-glanced and shoved through the girls to the top of the steps. Tony Baloney was surprised to find an adult suddenly at the head of the queue, but he said, Hi, like he said to everyone. I'm Tony Baloney, and you are? Your number two fan, she tells him. Ophelia. For a sec, there's panic in TB's eyes. But then he realises that Ophelia is her name, not a wish. Great to see you, Ophelia, he says. Um, number two fan? Seeing you in the flesh, she replies, I know that you are your number one fan. Tony Baloney smiles, but it's a wobbly sort of smile. Um, do you have something for me to sign? No, she says. I brought you a present. A present? She handed him a blue oblong box. You didn't acknowledge the other things I sent you, she says. So when I heard you were coming to Ranting Lane, I thought I'd put this in your hands personally. That way I'd know you received it. There was something about the word no, the way she said it, that made the fans on the steps stop talking and a frown appear on Tony Baloney's brow. You've sent other things? A black silk shirt, embroidered slippers, an electric fan, Ophelia says. Electric fan? It was a joke. A fan from a fan? Oh, <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> very good. You don't remember getting it, do you? Ophelia says. Or the other things. Well, of course I do, says Tony Baloney. But I receive an awful lot of things from fans. Well, now you have another thing, she says, with a voice so icy you'd think we'd been swallowed up by a sudden iceberg. T-Bal opens the blue oblong box. He blinks, and he stares at what he sees, like he's having trouble believing his eyes. It's a pen, Ophelia explains. Excellent, Tony says. Thank you, um, treasure it. You're not supposed to treasure it, the spiky fan snaps. You're supposed to write with it. She sounds very angry. I will, says Tone, giving her the sparkly old baloney smile. As soon as my present pen runs out. Oh, sure you will, Ophelia says, spinning round and pushing her way down the steps. She walks quickly across the playground to the gates. 
Just before Tony B closes the blue oblong box and drops it in his jacket pocket, I think I hear him mutter, Cheap rubbish. But I could be wrong about that. He turns the brilliant baloney teeth on the next fan, a smaller one, who offers him the back of an envelope. Halfway through dashing off his moniker, he stops. Damn, my pen's dried. He frowns around. Anyone happen to have a... But then his frown clears. Oh, but I have a spare, don't I? And at the very moment he reaches into his pocket for the blue oblong box he's just been given, this stupendously stupid idea trampolines into my feeble excuse for a mind. Lend him your pen. Mum will love to think this Wally used your pen to write his crummy name for her. I sprang into action. Use mine! Uh, use mine! Tony Baloney's hand freezes in his pocket and comes out empty. Okay.